We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, Best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, May the 5th, 2021. Today's show, we call a bit of an audible. Obviously, with Gamecocks baseball being postponed to today, we have no game to break down. We have no game to recap. We have no game to talk about. Instead, though, a lighthearted show here on a Wednesday, here on a hump day, as I take your questions from social media, guys. But hey, Happy Cinco de Mayo. It's still a great day to tune in. It's a great day to have a great day. So sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention that the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. The movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South South Carolina. If you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Boys and girls, hope you are all doing well here on this Wednesday, May the 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you all. Cinco de Drinco, as some people may call it. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day, whether you're in the office, you're on the commute, you're on the way home, or maybe you have this Cinco de Mayo off. Hey, maybe you're done with exams. I don't know. You're just hanging out, enjoying a nice, warm day in the city, whatever you may be doing, guys. Again, thank you so much 
for tuning in. Hope this finds you well. Obviously, again, in life, you have to make adjustments and have to, you know, roll with the punches, if you will. And that's exactly what we are doing today. Obviously, no baseball game to talk about, with baseball being postponed to today at 4 p.m. Eastern time, first pitch at Founders Park, guys. Just a quick reminder, if you had tickets to the game last night, you can use them to the game tonight in Columbia. But again, Baseball big booted today, so we have no baseball game to talk about, no baseball game to break down, and I know we were, you know, it was unfortunate. I was sitting there at my house waiting, waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and watching the weather, and then we find out there was no game. So, of course, no game to talk about today. So, I'm taking your questions from social media, but uh, calling a little bit of an audible, of course, and like I said, in life, you got to be able to roll with the punches, you got to be flexible, you got to be able to do your thing, whatever it is, what it is, but we're still rocking and rolling here on a Wednesday. And with that being said, guys, since, like I said, we have a little bit of a lighter show, a little bit of a lighthearted show, I'm going to start with housekeeping items. Because, hey, we don't really do housekeeping items anymore, but I figure why not bring them back since we don't really have that much to talk about here on Wednesday. First things first, like I said, guys, happy Cinco de Mayo. I don't know if you celebrate or not. Like I said, some people love to call it Cinco de Drinko. So, hey, if you are celebrating, please be responsible. Also, I do want to remind you guys, very exciting times for the merchandise, we dropped a ton of new merch yesterday. I say new in quotations because a lot of your same favorite designs, things such as Shane Storm, Beamer Ball, Yard Cox Baseball, Clem Sucks, All Aboard the Shane Train, all of your favorite stuff. But now in our summer line, all the tank tops, all of those designs that you know and love in tank tops. Unfortunately, guys, they're only in black and white because our vendor, there, uh, there is no garnet variant when it comes to tank tops. So if you see no garnet, that is why. But again, a lot of dope stuff on the store right now, TSUS.store. Everything you need to be rocking your swag, rocking your merch all summer long. And hey, guys, it's hot in the first part of football season, too, as we all know. You're going to be want to rock in a tank at the football game. How cool, how awesome is that Beamer Ball tank? going to look at kickoff against Eastern Illinois. I'm going to be rocking mine. You should be rocking yours as well. Again, appreciate you guys love and support when it comes to the merch side of things. You guys, the support has been overwhelming. But again, I just felt like with summer, the tank top crusader, he's back. He's back. The tank top crusader's back. And that's why I want to drop the tanks on the store. So again, TSUS.store is where you can find all of that. And again, I'll continue dropping new merch. We also just dropped um, – a Shane Storm sticker. I don't know how I forgot to make a sticker for that, but a Shane Storm sticker, Clem Sucks sticker. Again, the merchandise is rolling. You guys should be checking the store, honestly, like once every two or three days because I, I constantly am putting new stuff up left and right, and there's so many new things I can do. Also, I've said this before on the Daily Crow and said it to specific, specific people, but I want to put it out there on the podcast airwaves as well, guys. If you guys have any requests in regards to youth sizes, I don't put those out because, again, there's not quite as much of a demand for it. It would just take a really long time and be kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest, to, to make every shirt we've made in youth as well. But let's say your kid really wants a, a Yardcox baseball shirt or a Clemsuck shirt or whatever it may be, and he's, you know, or he or she, you know, you want a youth size, I can make that for you. I have a lot of flexibility and a lot of creative freedom in that regard. So, again, please just reach out to me, DM me if that is something you want. I can make it happen for you. But again, new summer merch, all of the tanks. Again, you know yours truly loves a tank. I'm going to be rocking the tanks. You should be rocking the tanks too. So TSUS.store, that is the place to find it. Again, TSUS.store. It really does surprise me that there are still people to this day that don't even realize we have a store, that don't even realize we have merch. It's kind of fun. And it's kind of funny too. Like when I meet people in person, I'm like, yeah, this hoodie, I made it. 
and like to see the look on their face like oh man like i gotta go look at it like it's it's flattering but it's also really really cool i love the merch side of things you guys know so uh go check that out tsus.store a lot of new stuff popping off also guys one last thing and i haven't asked you guys to do this in quite a while but again with the lighthearted show today not a lot to get into i want to remind you if you are tuned in and you have not done so take five seconds out of your day to rate and subscribe the podcast, no matter where you're listening, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever it is, take five seconds, leave a five-star review, write your thoughts, your feedback, things you like, things you don't like, things you want to hear more of, less of, whatever it may be. Hey, I'm good at taking criticism. If there's things you want to see improve, let me know. That is a great place to do it. But again, just take five seconds out of your day. Go leave that five-star review. Again, it helps boost up the podcast for those who have maybe never heard of it, and it helps the Spurs Up Show. If you want to know how can I help the Spurs Up Show, if you don't want to buy merchandise, if you don't want to you know, donate, whatever, hey, go leave five stars. It helps the podcast out tremendously. And of course, make sure you hammer that subscribe button. If you're listening and you're not subscribed, I genuinely don't know what you're doing at this point. Because, hey, we dropped the daily podcast. You want to get those daily notifications when the show comes out. And, hey, also subscribe on the YouTube channel because we're putting out YouTube content left and right, folks. So make sure you rate and subscribe. All right. Like I said, guys, baseball game postponed today at 4 o'clock. If you want the full game preview, listen to yesterday's show. Obviously, I did the entire game preview yesterday, so I wasn't going to repeat myself on this show today. But I wanted to go through uh, in regards to – a couple of questions you guys submitted on social media. Not a ton or anything. Like I said, this is going to be a much shorter show with no baseball game, nothing to break down, stuff like that. But I do want to go through. I gave you guys the floor, gave you guys the platform, the opportunity to ask some questions and ask away you did. So let's run through these really, really quickly. And, uh, yeah, we'll knock them out. So we'll start with Adam Ritter, our guy Ritter, at a writ 19 on Twitter says, which new transfer from men's basketball will have the biggest impact and that is a really really good question it'd also probably be really good if i had the list of transfers pulled up but i think they all will to be honest with you and the guy that i'm most looking forward to is the transfer guard from washington eric stevenson six foot three two hundred again he played really really good basketball washington and coming from a place like that you know the, the thing about this too with Frank Martin's program, and we're all going to have low expectations, right? Nobody's going to go into this season with, oh, this is a tournament team. Like, we've been there, done that. I don't think anybody is going to fool themselves again to say, oh, you know, we have a tournament team. We should be so high on this team and optimistic. I just think at this point, going into year 10 of Frank Martin, we're all just kind of in show me mode. Again, it's no disrespect to him and the program, but with everything that's gone on, with everything that's happened, we're all kind of in show me mode, right? At least that's where I'm at. I'm not going to put crazy expectations on this basketball team, this basketball program. And I think you guys know how I feel about this program. Hey, I'm honestly surprised we're talking about basketball before like October. I really didn't think we'd be doing so. But again, Ritter with the question, I think that kid, Eric Stevenson from Washington, um, I think he's a good one. You know, overall, what's interesting though, like I said, is that, you know, you picked up Chico Carter, you picked up A.J. Wilson, again, Carter coming from Murray State, A.J. Wilson coming from George Mason. And you lose at this point Trey Hannibal, TJ Moss, Jalen McCurry, Justin and I, of course, AJ, uh, AJ Lawson is gone. Um, I know Keyshawn and Jermaine Kuznar declare, but I think they're probably going to come back. I'd have to imagine. I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. But the thing is this. When you look at the guys you have coming in off the transfer portal and the guys you have leaving, I kind of feel like, like I, I, I don't, you know, are the guys you have coming in, are they as good as the ones that left? I don't necessarily know. Like, we can't say for certain. 
but I don't think there's going to be some huge drop off. Like I think the talent is actually going to be pretty similar. And I don't know if that speaks to the guys that are leaving or how good the guys coming in are. But again, Eric Stevenson, I like him again, coming from Washington. He played really, really good basketball for the Huskies, six foot three, 200. He'll fill an immediate need for you. And I think he'll play right away again, played his freshman, sophomore year at Wichita state, then went to Washington. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Really good player. So again, I think he's going to play a lot for you. Wouldn't be surprised if he is a starter for Gamecocks basketball. And again, I, I, I have no expectations. I'm putting no expectations on these guys, but I will just say from a talent perspective, there's just so many unknowns, but I don't know that there's going to be like this huge talent drop-off because I'll be honest, guys, like when you look at last year's team, I don't think we were all that great. And I hate to say that, and I'm sorry, and it's no disrespect to those guys that left, but there's a reason they're leaving. Like, no offense. So we'll see. But again, Eric Stevenson, a guy I'm really excited for. Elizabeth Ballard at – Eliza B eight five four nine seven eight eight seven. Y'all try to y'all try to get creative on Twitter and, and pick a username. Uh, no, seriously. But Elizabeth Bauer tunes into the Daily Career every day. I appreciate your question. She says, "What approach to the plate should our batters have this weekend?" And that's a really good question. Because here's the thing: when you are taking pitches and you're getting behind the count, you say, "Oh, you got to be more aggressive." You know, you you got to. You know, you got to swing earlier in the count. You got to swing at that first pitch fastball. And when you're swinging at the first pitch fastball, when you are aggressive, but you're getting out early in the count and the opposing pitcher is getting through innings very quickly and, and he's very efficient, he's going deep in games, say, oh, you got to be more patient. You got to make him work. You got to do this, you got to do that. So it's really tough. Simply put, I don't even know if this is an approach thing. It might just be an execution thing. We've just got to do a better job of hitting mistakes. We got to do a better job of hitting the mistakes. You know. You're going to get one good pitch at minimum to hit every at-bat. And, you know, hey, if that pitcher throws you three pitches on the black and they're just perfectly located, you tip your cap and you move on. You see it happen to big leagues. But this is college baseball. That, that's normally not going to happen. You're going to get a good pitch to hit at some point in the at-bat. So I don't know if the approach wholesale needs to change. We just need to do a better job of hitting that pitch when we get it, right? So whether that's, a fastball early in the count, whether that's a hanging breaking ball, whether, whether that's a, a, a mistake with two strikes. You know, that's something we were doing a really, really good job of early in the season. Think back to the Clemson series. And I know Clemson's not some juggernaut, but think back to the Clemson series. They've got good players. That series, you know what stands out to me? Every time we got to two strikes and Clemson made a mistake, we punished them every single time, or it felt like every single time. So you just got to do a better job of execution overall. I mean, flat out, you got to do a better job of executing. So I don't know what type of wholesale changes that we, you know, what should the approach be like? You know, you can change the approach any way you want, but if you continue to miss good pitches, the approach isn't going to matter, right? Hey, you want to be free swinging and swinging everything? Go ahead. But if you're still missing the mistake, if you're getting the two strikes, 0-2, 1-2, Against the best pitchers in this conference, you're going to have no chance. So you're going to get a good pitch to hit every at-bat. You better hit it when you get it. That's the biggest thing I want to see. I want to see guys take advantage and be ready for that pitch. Hey, have a little bit of awareness. 3-1 count, guy on second base, he doesn't want to walk it. Be ready for the fastball. I mean, it's just that feels like common sense, but be ready for the fastball. Stop guessing so much. Have a plan. So that's what I want to see. Cody Gaskins at Cody Gaskins on Twitter says, 
Name your top three favorite cigars. Great question, Cody. Switching up from the sports a little bit. Uh, my top three favorite cigars are, and they're not going to be specific, they'll be brand. Rocky Patel, Romeo and Juliet, and Monte Cristo. I, I'm a big fan of all three of those. All three are a fantastic choice. If I had to get really specific, again, maybe we could, but I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm not that diehard into cigars where I'm like going to name off the exact cigar, but basically anything Rocky Patel, Monte Cristo, or Romeo and Juliet, that is a good option. That's a really, really good option. So, yeah, those three. Let's move to Instagram here. We've got a couple of questions. Cooper underscore Darby one. He started me off with a tough one because I don't have anything written down right now, I'll be honest with you guys. I just jumped on the mic and we're doing this thing, whatever. What would be your dream batting order? One from all-time USC players. And Cooper Darby put U of SC. I'm going to say USC, though. Come on, man. We don't have to say U of SC on these airwaves. We're USC. We're the real USC. Just because the school wants to brand it that way doesn't mean we have to. But again, Cooper Darby, what would be your dream batting order? So... I don't know if I'll go one through nine necessarily, but just off the top of my head, catcher Landon Powell. We'll, we'll just go around the diamond. Catcher Landon Powell. First baseman. Here's the thing. I'd probably go Christian Walker at first base, Justin Smoke at DH. That's probably what I would go, because Smoke's got to be in the lineup, okay? Second base, Scott Wingo. Shortstop, probably... Either Reese Havens or Brian Roberts. That's a really tough one. I mean, Roberts was a big leaguer and he had such a good career. One of those two guys. Third base. Mm. I'll tell you what, Drew Meyer, too, at short would be a really good option. Drew Meyer would be the hell of an option. Third base, I'd go. Oh, man, see, James Darnell has the numbers, but Adrian Morales, bro, is such a legend, such a leader, arguably the greatest leader in Gamecocks baseball history. Give me, give me Morales. Maybe that's recency bias. I mean, most of these are going to be. I, I don't know Carolina baseball players in the '90s. You know what I mean? Um, hey, on that note, starting pitcher though, Kit Balknight, Golden Spikes Award winner, either Kit Balknight or Michael Roth, uh, and then three outfielders. I'd go JBJ. I'd go, so I'd go JBJ. This is where it gets tough because there's so many of these guys. Whit Merrifield, and then probably, I don't know, who'd be the third one? See, I haven't, I haven't sat down and written this down. You know what I mean? JBJ, Whit Merrifield, and shit, I don't know, man. Just pick one. TJ Hopkins, hell, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, though, that, that's a rough – maybe I might have to, like, do a show or write an article about this, my dream starting nine, because that's hard to pick, bro. Hey, my closer, Matt Price, no question. Um, and my head coach, Ray Tanner, easy. So, no, yeah, it's, that's, that's tough, though. That's real. I mean, there's so many good options. That's the problem. So, great question, Cooper Darby. Trip underscore zero five says, how many Gamecocks do you think will go pro next year? That's tough because who declares and who doesn't? Enigbare for certain. I don't think Kevin Harris jumps. Do you? Um, I'll say three to four. Just a guess. I'll go three to four. Ecart zero eight. Should the weekend rotation be shuffled? I don't tend to think so, but we are getting to a point where maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. 
I've said it from the beginning. I think you create more problems than you solve in doing that. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what Mark Kingston and Skyler Me want to do in that regard. Last question here. Sween Kid 15 says, with the basketball team basically starting over, how long will Frank stay the head coach? I'd be surprised if he's the head coach beyond next season. I would. Because I think the minimum expectation is and should be to make the NCAA tournament. And if you don't do that, how do you justify bringing him back? How? I, I just I don't understand how you can justify bringing him back if you don't do that. So, you know, how long will he stay head coach? If you don't make the tournament, I don't think he's back beyond next year, and I don't think you're going to make the tournament. So there's your answer. So, but yeah, all right, that's going to do it, guys. Hey, like I said, a real quick show today, just taking your questions, comments, everything else. Um, like I said, baseball game today at 4 o'clock, so all the content rolling out with that. We'll have our full series preview tomorrow for the Mississippi State series. And then Friday, of course, I will give my predictions. The Gamecocks take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs in a best-of-three series at Founders Park. Obviously, we all know what is on the line. A very big series. Quick note, by the way, D1Baseball.com dropping their field of 64 projections. Field of 64 projections. South Carolina now projected, not hosting, but projected as a two-seed in the Greenville Regional. Projected as a two-seed in the Greenville Regional. Obviously, ECU would be the host. The three-seed would be NC State, according to them, and the four-seed, USC Upstate. So, hey, the Gamecocks can still host. There's no question, but <laughs> you got to win some ball games. You got work to do. So, as of right now, the Gamecocks will be traveling to Greenville, North Carolina to take on the East Carolina Pirates and other parties in that regional. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, there's a lot of baseball to be played. The Gamecocks have got three SEC series to change that, to get back in a hosting conversation, and fingers crossed that they will do so. Again, guys, I appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you guys for being interactive and, and being able to roll the punches with me as well, leaving your questions, your comments, everything. Like I said, quick show, brief show today, but the, the, the content will be rolling today with baseball at 4 o'clock. I'll be at the stadium. We will be at Founders Park in a little bit of a, a, a midday baseball game, if you will. So should be a lot of fun. And again, the podcast, the Daily Crow, all of the content rolls on this week, guys. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Stay tuned to Gamecocks Baseball later this afternoon. Go Cox, beat North Florida once again, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.